Hello and welcome to the Vaccine Challenge. Our mission is to speed up the distribution of the COVID-19 vaccine by bringing to light all of the supply chain and distribution challenges involved with this mega task and by connecting the various stakeholders that can benefit from working together. I'm Priyanka and we're in conversation with Adarsh Kumar, CEO of Tagbox. Tagbox helps support track and trace for critical supply chains through the use of IoT. The sensors they use have been developed in-house and are merely the size of a matchbox. Due to the pandemic, they've seen surprising use cases for these little guys, such as contact tracing amongst individuals working in crowded or closed spaces. But this and how they help aid vaccine distribution in the second most populous country in the world is an honor. Hi Adarsh, thank you so much for taking the time to chat with me today. Let's start off maybe with a brief introduction of Tagbox and how you're aiding vaccine distribution. Sure, sure. Uh, thanks Priyanka for uh, having me on the show. So Tagbox, we started about four and a half years ago in, in Bangalore, in India. And the vision with which uh, we are building the company is, you know, how do we enable organizations to create smarter and more reliable supply chains? And we uh, do that with a very uh, unique product, which combines Internet of Things, IoT-based sensing, uh, machine learning-based insights, and AI-driven actions. So in simple words, we provide the hardware, the real-time software, the analytics, and AI to uh, monitor supply chains, generate the insights, and generate actions as well. So that's what we've been doing. Yeah, I mean, a lot of uh, uh, you know awards and recognitions have come our way. Just, uh, just to I mean, uh, quickly talk about one, uh, just happened three weeks ago, we were featured in the uh, Singapore 2021 budget speech by the Deputy Prime Minister Heng for some of the work that we have done in Singapore related to uh, COVID. So, so yeah, that's that's what we've been doing. Uh, work across life sciences and healthcare, uh, food and beverage, and high-tech and discrete manufacturing kind of industry segments, solving a range of problems. Space of temperature compliance, product damage, SKU or batch traceability, uh, operational efficiency, and so on and so forth. That's excellent. So two things already stand out. One is that this is not just a software play. There's your own hardware in here, which we'll talk about briefly. And then definitely want to go back uh, to talking about the work that you've done for the Singapore government. That's pretty cool. But before that, you know, vaccine administration is largely a government effort, right? Especially in a country like India, there's so many vaccine drives that have happened or have happened uh, for many decades. What role do you think tech startups like yours play in making this better or enhancing what I can imagine only is the largest vaccine drive in history? That's a great question, uh, Priyanka. So uh, if you look at India, uh, especially as a geography, uh, you know, from a vaccine uh, perspective, we have a fairly robust uh, vaccination program for the last so many years, right? Pulse polio being an example. And, And what the government has done over the last, I would say, five to six years is also create a technology backbone for this entire vaccine distribution. I'm, I'm not sure, but uh, uh, you know the listeners would have heard about electronic vaccine intelligence network, even which is kind of the uh, technology infrastructure for monitoring the vaccine temperatures in the cold storage depots, warehouses that the government uses, the medical stores, for example, and also manage uh, vaccine stock uh, and the flow of the stock from. Uh, let's say a manufacturer all the way to the primary health center so even already exists which is pretty much unprecedented uh, if you look at it globally and then during the covid uh, the government has also launched the the coven application which additionally has features like you know for the actual inoculation beneficiary management and so on and so forth so it's a very strong and robust program where a startup like tagbox helps is in the actual uh, uh, you know track and trace of the vaccines 
so uh, like i said even does allow you to monitor temperature in the store uh, in the warehouse in the depot etc but i mean there have been multiple uh, reports which have been published by uh, who over the last couple of decades which talk about the fact that a bulk of uh, temperature excursions which are you know really fatal for vaccines they happen during transit during uh, you know on airport uh, tarmacs during uh, loading and unloading procedures handoffs that happen between you know one third party to the other and so on and so forth so the ability to monitor temperature from the manufacturer all the way till the let's say the primary health center having a complete view of the unbroken cold chain that is where uh, somebody like us can help in fact just to give you a perspective the government of india has just selected us amongst a group of i think two or three more companies to enable this cold chain track and trace end to end cold you know track and trace by integrating with the covin application we are actually working with the uh, government right now to integrate with the uh, covin apis and kind of go from there so yeah that's that's uh, definitely one play for us that's pretty cool i'm glad that you talk about the cold chain and the temperature excursion temperature excursion as a phrase itself despite being or working in supply chain for a number of years i wasn't or i didn't know what that meant up until mm-hmm. you know covid vaccinations or vaccines started being distributed can you talk a little bit about the cold chain network in general and then specifically for the vaccines why the temperature excursions might be a lot more restrictive in comparison with perhaps other stuff that moves on the cold chain whether that's you know in the fnb vertical or anything else yeah so, so, uh, no again very important thing uh, to be discussed right now given specifically see the researchers have done their bit and come up with a vaccine which you know which works uh, many many of them have done that but uh, the important thing now is to make sure that the vaccine reaches in its full potency from the um, manufacturing setup to the uh, beneficiary right so very very important question to answer a uh, typical supply chain is uh, in a country like india is something like this right so the manufacturer typically supplies it to the uh, you know the regional government medical store it's called gmst from there it goes to a district store or sorry a state store to a district store and then eventually maybe to a local hospital to a primary health center and so on so there are multiple handoffs that happen for a regular vaccine same take pulse polio or other vaccines it, this this period right from manufacturer to beneficiary could be up to 3 months uh, to 6 months even right and this vaccine is stored in the appropriate cold chain but in the case of covid as uh, all most of these things might get short circuited and then the vaccine might reach uh, you know might have to reach the beneficiary much faster mm-hmm. so uh, it's going to spend a lot of time in logistics right and like i said earlier there are chances of temperature excursions all the time because you see in some cases active cooling is used which means that a reefer truck a refrigerated truck is used to carry the vaccines in a lot of cases also passive cooling is used which means that in a shipper box you place the vaccine you place things like ice packs or gel packs or what's called phase chain material packs inside to to basically retain the temperature of the vaccine let's say to 2 degrees celsius mm-hmm. um, and then transport it all the way but if uh, exposure happens right and the temperature control breaks uh the vaccines are susceptible to losing efficacy now in a like in a dairy scenario in a fnb scenario you could see the impact of a temperature excursion because your milk will get spoiled your you know uh, uh, fruits and vegetables may get spoiled in the case of vaccine if you don't know that exposure has happened you cannot tell right you might still go ahead and administer the vaccine hopefully it won't have any side effects but for for sure it won't have the effect that it is meant to have Right. Uh, right because it will lose its potency and that's the holy grail for as vaccine distribution is concerned but right now so with with the vaccines whether 
temperature excursion has happened or not, from what I understand, more often than not happens when the box is opened, where the, you know, at the hospital at which it's supposed to be inoculated. And then there's a vial or what is it called? I forget what it's called, but it changes color. And so, you know, if it's, if it's had the intended, uh, if it's been within the restricted temperature zone or not. Now, I obviously understand with IoT, there's real-time visibility of where the excursion has happened and therefore you can make changes. But wouldn't that mean that uh, you're reliant on the quality of the data that you collect there, within the supply chain because there's so many different players changing hands. How can you mm-hmm. be sure of the quality of the data and what you do with it? Yeah, absolutely. And again, great question. So I think what you're referring to is the vaccine uh, vial monitor, which is typically those strips uh, which are uh, you know sent along, which can change color if a temperature excursion has happened. It's a great way of uh, doing this, but the only issue is it's manual and at such large scale, you don't even know whether the guy uh, in the primary health center considered that, you know, while stocking that, uh, you know, vaccine inside. So you need to make sure there is central visibility of uh, the entire movement of supply chain. That, that's critical, right? To have central visibility. Mm-hmm. When I say central, it's not just for, uh, let's say, the government, but to all the stakeholders. It could be a third-party logistics provider. It's a hospital. It's a primary health center. It's a third-party organization, maybe monitoring, dedicatedly monitoring this entire supply chain. Whatever the case may be, you need to have that kind of... Uh, uh, visibility, you know, that is created. And uh, now, you know, what is single version of truth versus not? I think that's where companies like Tagbox come into picture, where by putting a sensor into a shipper box, into a vaccine shipper box, and then arming uh, the, uh, you know, various parties in the downstream supply chain with our smartphone apps, which can read the data from these sensors real time, that creates a kind of a single platform, a single place where everybody can come and start viewing the data. It cannot be tampered with. Uh, right, it's a completely secure, right, and and that creates the single version of the truth for everybody to start believing. So I think the uh, the leap is, uh, you know, not from integrating data from multiple sources. The idea is, can we make the data acquisition itself so simple that everybody in the supply chain partakes in it and then obviously starts believing it? That's what we enable using our technology. Got it. So a couple of follow-up questions here. One, mm-hmm. uh, the hardware that you have, the hardware that you use, how is that different from what already exists in the industry? And then the second question is, the, uh, the data that you collect, is that then freely available for all players throughout the value chain to use? Who yeah. would your end customers then be versus mm-hmm. who are the various players throughout the value chain that you're providing this this data just as an additional value add? Sure. So uh, let me just answer the first question, which is about defense versus current systems. So typically for, for, for decades, pharma has been using concept of temperature data loggers. These are uh, passive devices which can be put into a shipment. And then, you know, you send something along, let's say if you're doing an export shipment, for example. So this box would uh, start from India, go to New York, then it reaches the warehouse in New York. Somebody opens up each box, takes out each data logger, plugs it into a computer USB, PDF report would get generated. That PDF report, basically that PDF report is with the entire temperature and location history, et cetera. It gets sent to the uh, QA, central QA department, who then take a look at it and see if any temperature excursion has happened. And then they release the batch and say it's all good or there is some some, some issue. There is nothing that has happened during the supply chain, which has told you what happened to my ship, shipment. Right? There is always suspense. Right. It's a perfect climax, <laughs> uh, right? Uh, uh, you know, perfect thriller, uh, you know, that uh, plays out every single time. Uh, what we are suggesting is our sensors, you know, they do the same thing. They keep collecting the sensor data, uh, sorry, the temperature data. 
along with other parameters like shock data for mishandling mm-hmm. uh, light data for if, if has anybody tried to open your vaccine box you know from a counterfeiting or theft and pilferage right. perspective those kind of sensors and then all this data continues to get recorded in the sensor and then you you arm your supply chain personnel with our tag sync mobile app with which they can simply sync the data at any point during the supply chain along with the location gets captured so for example i ship it from my manufacturing location to the airport i instruct my 3pl driver that hey when you reach the airport just simply turn on uh, the app on your smartphone he does that in a couple of minutes let's say the 50 boxes at the back of the truck the data from each of them get synced up you know that all the shipment is green or maybe some are red and you take appropriate interventions the rest gets checked into the airport similarly at the other destination airport the same thing happens with the receiver all the way to the primary health center we obviously have more features to the system which can which can make it super real time but for the sake of keeping it simple especially from a covid vaccine distribution perspective this is a very simple way to generate the data now from a access of data perspective which was your second question uh, we give out a, a central web you know web link web software uh, and authorized credentials can be given to all the parties in the supply chain it could the manufacturer the third party logistics company the government right the hospital all of them can receive their own credentials wherein every live shipment which uh, these guys are partaking in can be visible on their login in a very secure authorized uh, you know sign in kind of a format Uh, and then uh, obviously they they can take appropriate interventions if they see any temperature excursions or any other untoward incidents uh, that have been flagged off by our software in terms of like i said temperature alerts box opening alerts pilferage alerts truck has stopped in an unauthorized location for 2 hours right those kind of alerts all of that gets flagged out got it and say for example if there is a situation where the 3pl partner that's moving the shipment driver itself decides either not to download the app or forgets to download the app and there's certainly a lot of sure. app fatigue right all kinds of different players mm-hmm. have their own versions of the app what happens in that yeah. we still able to track yeah, so, it so like, like i said the sensors are continuing to record all of the data so even if there is no scan that happens during the supply chain let's say the final truck reaches the end destination which is like the government depot or mm-hmm. a primary health center the same thing can be done by a person there so okay. they can simply you know download the app and do it so that's one option i didn't talk about the other hardware feature that we have we have a device called the gateway uh, this gateway can be fixed in your key facilities like for example your depots um, this gateway can simply be plugged into uh, you know a power source and as soon as a truck with all the sensors rolls in the gateway does an automatic handshake with the sensors and transmits all the data so that's a feature that we also have so if there are these structured facilities which are available in your supply chain okay. where uh, you know the every shipment is kind of go, going to go through then you just simply put a gateway and then there is no manual intervention required handshake automatically happens over a bluetooth communication and then the data gets transmitted so we have those options as well that's pretty cool that's pretty cool uh, can you maybe take a second to talk about um, you know wh- what the revenue structure is so say if it's a pharma shipper or an fnb shipper uh, that's actually using the, looking to use um, the hardware that you guys produce is it do they pay yeah. for the hardware and everything else yeah. that you add is it recurring how exactly does work sure sure so see typically our sensors they are the size of a matchbox okay they come with a two year battery life so that's typically simply procured by our customers on on capex Uh, right and then uh, they subscribe to the software depending on how many sensors they have they typically pay per sensor per month right depending on the volume there are a, there is a specific rate card 
and then it is completely plug and play uh, right and now we also increasingly are offering a completely opex model saying that hey some customer tells me hey adarsh i need a thousand sensors i said oh, sure you just take it at x dollars you know, a sensor a month we continue to own the sensors as assets they simply right. lease it out from us with a you know certain contract lock in uh, that is the way kind of the iot world is moving to priyanka uh, with in a in a more of a in a full opex model Uh, yeah. but there are customers who still look at capex because it it works out from them for a, from a balance sheet uh, you know asset depreciation kind of perspective so yeah. it really i mean horses for courses it depends on hmm. you know what they are looking for got it makes sense okay let's step back from the covid vaccine distribution space or mm-hmm. specifically in india itself uh, you mentioned early on that you've done some work with the singapore government for which uh, they also gave yeah. you a shout out which is super cool talk to me a little bit about that yeah sure so see for a startup uh, you know generally life is tough and then last year because of the pandemic life got tougher right uh, uh, because you know we got into a lockdown in india and as you as you know that most of our business right now is in india and maybe a little bit in southeast asia so uh, and a lot of our customers are in the food and beverage and uh, pharma spaces so uh, lockdown obviously hit us hard so what we decided to do was uh, we thought hey how can our technology be uh, in a spun in a way which can uh, help during this covid times so what we did is we basically took our you know the tags that we have today the sensors sensor tags that we talk about we spun them off into a id card kind of a form factor uh, and then we were able to provide a social distancing and a contact tracing kind of solutions for enterprises who are looking to st- resume operations after the lockdowns lifted so this was very interesting wherein two employees wearing a tag if they come within let's say a meter of each other for more than 10 minutes which is typically the guideline for social distancing automatic uh, buzzing alarm will start going off on the tag itself which will basically tell the guys to move away from each other uh, and then additionally this has many other benefits like for example you can have a completely digital contact trace available for every employee if you um, if you um, uh, you know were following the news in like uh, july august last year bunch of different organizations who started operations had to shut it down for 2 yep. 3 weeks because a bunch of people tested positive and the bigger issue there was why 2 3 weeks because contact tracing was very hard to do you were relying on this guy's memory right okay i met that guy in the cafeteria and some other guy right and that was uh, uh, you know few and far between right so with this technology you can be very very sure of employee safety you know exactly who's interacted with whom on a daily basis you can interact uh, you, you can know who are the repeat offenders and so on and so forth right so uh, that is a technology which we developed in india we deployed it to many enterprises in india uh, it has many other side benefits by the way like for example monitoring digital attendance com- zone yeah. compliance whether the person is in the right area or not and so on so a bunch of different applications and this year uh, we are also has spinning it off into multiple different applications so this was selected by the, uh, the government of singapore by a body called imda uh, which is the singapore government's uh, kind of the it wing if you will and for a project for the construction industry primarily which was same which is basically reopening the construction industry amid covid so that uh, we did really well last year and we are scaling it now in singapore and you know multiple other applications but that was a feature you know in the in the singapore budget speech now the same solution is now uh, we are uh, you know spinning it off into other, you know people tracking asset tracking or i'll call it man machine uh, ecosystem tracking as we kind of move forward that's very cool uh, it's it's so interesting to me to learn that obviously you know a, a pivot that you were forced to make because of the yeah. pandemic itself you know ends up having a bunch of different applications that you may not have predicted or seen and i guess that's how 
cool inventions work right it kind of takes a life of its own which is pretty fantastic let's zoom out of the pandemic for a second what do you think are some of the changes perhaps within supply chain that you think will stay on as a result of the pandemic yeah i mean uh, uh, something that we are tracking very closely uh, priyanka because that impacts our business i mean we are seeing a lot of disruption across the industries that we are uh, we are we are working with now one of the key trends uh, that and this is i mean this is more belief than something that is already materialized but there are there are some signals definitely around the corner see we are already in an information age priyanka and most of the customers are looking for more and more information about the products that they are consuming including you and me right every purchase that we make right we are looking for some you know 100000 reviews before we make that purchase for example and that is that will continue to happen and i believe that this trend will further continue uh, you know uh, especially in the food and beverage even in the pharma kind of categories where it directly impacts health uh, so uh, how do you uh, make sure you create trust with the customer that the you know the food that you just ordered from a restaurant the pharma medicine which you just ordered from a e pharmacy provider etc is being delivered at the uh, has been maintained at the and and being delivered at the right quality i think that is a big shift which you know and that involves you know making a digital version of your supply chain uh, available and ready to be given to the customer on demand so i think that is one big change which we are seeing in the b2c context which will obviously have a b2b uh, impact from our technology yep. perspective right that's uh, you know one one big thing similarly uh, i believe that uh, uh, the pandemic itself will force many companies to adopt the digital way of life see we already saw that e-commerce companies were very very successful during uh, uh, during the pandemic similarly the companies which had digitized a bunch of their Uh, you know manufacturing and distribution practices again were uh, you know went through the pandemic you know much more with much more ease uh, so i think that is a clear i mean just in the last 3 uh, to 6 months uh, that we came back you know from from the lockdown we have seen significant uptick in demand for our solutions for the supply chain monitoring etc and we believe that is continuing to stay and i think many customers are reaching out for a range of supply chain solutions some of which we don't provide frankly but uh, we are definitely seeing that many more customers are knocking the doors now uh, which is a which is a you know great thing to see even even in india right which is traditionally a laggard as far as tech technology adoption is concerned right makes sense so what's next on the horizon for tech box then hopefully soon enough we'll be able to say that the pandemic is behind us um, yeah. what is on the horizon what's next who would benefit most from working with you guys sure sure so i think uh, there are two aspects to this one is the solutions which which we have already developed and which are fairly mature which basically deal with the critical supply chains like cold chains fragile goods high value goods etc that will uh, i just uh, you know I, i believe that adoption is going to increase i think all the hard work that we have put in over the last 4 years to develop a product and then deploy it to 40 plus customers i think that is uh, going to pay off uh, i am already seeing i mean just like uh, we we work on a uh, april to march uh, financial year i am already seeing a very very strong pipeline for q1 as we enter it right so i think that uh, i really believe that we are going to uh, be able to get many new customers who are going to be wanting uh, to monitor Uh, cold chains their you know fragile goods chains their high value goods chains and so on and so forth that's one part of it second on the i'll call it the you know medium term horizon is the example i was giving about the 
social distancing and contact tracing piece. Like I said, we are spinning it off into a, uh, you know, man machine intersection monitoring solution, where, which basically deals with concepts like asset tracking, real time asset location, uh, utilization of assets like material handling equipment. Are the right people using the right assets? Uh, are your skilled people present in the right cells from a productivity perspective? So I think that is the next uh, thing that we are uh, banking on because uh, especially for a country like India, we believe that while artificial intelligence is key, I think augmented intelligence is really the way to go, right? Because the availability of labor is uh, so cheap in India, right? Uh, completely moving to a 100% robotics uh, kind of situation is probably a pipe dream. It's more about how can you enable your people and your assets and create voice for these voiceless entities, right? Uh, create that data, centralize it, and then look for how do you, you know, improve productivity and so on and so forth. So that's the next milestone for us, Priyanka. That's amazing. That makes perfect sense. Yeah, and it's, it's interesting to see how technology adoption in different geographies and countries impacts what makes best sense for that location, right? Because certain things could be cool, but might just be overkill and not, not the best suitable for that specific geography. Final question then, when do you think, according to you, we're going to be able to say, hey, you know what the pandemic really is behind us? And personally, what it is that you are looking forward to that you used to be able to do pre-pandemic, but have not been able to in Yep. Well, <laughs> I, I wished it would have been, uh, you know, over uh, or it would be over this year rather. But given the uh, rise in COVID cases that we are seeing in the country and probably globally, right, the second wave hitting most of the countries, I'm, I'm very doubtful. Obviously, the vaccines are there. Uh, there will be certain cycle time. So hopefully, uh, like Bill Gates says, by end of 2022, the pandemic will be behind us or at least most of it. I am looking forward to go back to travel again. I really miss it. Don't miss the uh, actual travel part, but the ability to meet customers face to face and discuss the uh, uh, various problems that they're having. Uh, we have gotten you know used to the virtual aspect of it, but you know meeting somebody in person kind of still trumps everything else. I mean that's just my personal belief. Relationships are best made in person. So yeah, I am I I am definitely looking forward to start traveling again and uh, you know get that exciting airline food into my system. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's pretty much you know what I'm looking to do. Yeah. There we go. That makes a whole bunch of sense, and hopefully that uh, extremely salty airline food will get into your belly <laughs> before the end of this year. Uh, thank you so much for taking out the time to chat with me. There was a whole mm -hmm. bunch that I learned about, not just what you guys do, but overall, whatever is happening with the vaccine space and how different companies kind of come in and add value at different value points. Uh, so thank you. And please continue doing the good work that you're doing. Oh, absolutely. Thanks. Thanks, Priyanka. Really, uh, my pleasure to come onto the show and talk about this. Uh, thanks so much. That is it for today from us at the Vaccine Challenge. We continue to work towards our mission of bringing to light all of the supply chain and distribution challenges that can help speed up the distribution of the COVID-19 vaccines world over. If you're doing anything worthwhile in this space, have any suggestions of who you should talk to or any other ways that we can improve the podcast, please write to us at Contact us at thevaccinechallenge.com. Until then, stay safe, stay responsible. This is us signing off from The Vaccine Challenge.